In a month where the mackerel men remain top, Cole Rushworth attracts Barcelona scouts to Woodside and Pete Vale hijacks Robin's TV with his goal celebration, we welcome you to Rebel Yell, the podcast, episode one, the launch. Rebel Yell, the podcast. Guys, in the room today, you've got myself, James, usual presenters. Yeah, Sam from the fanzine, Rebel Yell. Peter Vale, commentator. And who have we got joining us? And Spencer from the Away Boys and newly of the Sports Association. Yeah, the newest member of the Sports Association. Stuart Evans. And the best till last. Uh, George Sal. Who's Who are you, George? Uh, oh, that's the one. That's the one. So, chaps, uh, a mixed uh, February then. What do we think about February? Should we go through the results from the first one? What was the first fixture of the month, Sam? You said it. Kyle Shorten was on the 1st of February. away. Um, always a tough place to go. But we got a result. Pete, you um, and Pete, um, he, he had a bit of a celebration, as I said on the radio. I did go a bit mad at the penalty at the end. Yeah, I think it was something like, it's in, it's Can in. <laughs> what, mad when it went in or when we got the penalty? When it went in. Oh, okay. <laughs> Have you heard it? It's on their actual, it's on their actual TV channel. They've got, you can hear the commentary in the background and Pete's like, going, yes, yes. It's like, <laughs> what, did it for, what was it for you and the team, Stu, like that first victory of February after that long run of it? Carl Shorten. Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, it's... I think it was the last season we went there and, and scored a last minute goal as well. Yeah, as you were. Yeah, as you were. There's no better feeling than a last minute goal, is it? Um, yeah, the boys were buzzing. Um, obviously, realising how close it was to just a point, but yeah, it was. Um, yeah. Big three points for yeah, the yeah. the top of the table, so. Yeah, it's not far behind us. And it was a massive three points away at Bishops as well on the 4th of Feb, a few days later, and that was cold, freezing cold <laughs> for me and you after doing commentary. <laughs> Um, but another pretty decent goal from Ricky. I know it took a few bobbles, a few deflections, but he's um, been racking up the goals. Yeah, yeah. That, was his, that was his ninth of the season. So he scored against Insane. So he's uh, one behind Ollie Pierce at the moment for Golden Boot from a defensive midfield position, which is quite impressive. It's amazing how the goals have been shared around the team as well. There's not one person that's out there scoring 25, 30 goals, mm-hmm. whatever it is. It's, everybody's getting in. So. We would love that. We would love someone out there scoring 25 goals, but they are coming from somewhere. Yeah, would than everyone. But then we, um, and then after that we had the uh, little blip, start of the little blip, weren't it? What was that one? Folkestone. Cray. Cray. Cray was the first one. Cray. Yeah. Yeah. So a good crowd out of 900. Um, yeah, we could have been three nil up at half time, quite quite easily. Um, Reese scored the goal, um, put us one nil up. But yeah, two two sloppy goals to give away in the end, really. The week before we got a last minute winner, you know, we took the brunt of it that time, 90th minute conceding, never nice yeah. doing that, especially when you're at home pushing for promotion. And no time to get back in the game. No time to get back yeah. into the game, but we played well, we played well in all the games that we lost off, I think. Yeah. And yeah. it's probably a good time of the season to have a blip as well, rather than last five or six <laughs> games of the season, let's get the blip out of the game. last season, wasn't it? Yeah, exactly. So it's a good time to have a blip. I think, from Pinch's point of view, I think the boys have kind of learned from that. I think I think that's the thing that sends through as well. It's you know we've lost games but we've played well, and it's, it's really something to take forward into the next game. The velocity was a disappointing one, I think though. That was because it would have been good to be on for the treble. But as most cup exits, they say in the clubs, uh, it's better to concentrate <laughs> on the league. And uh, I'm sure that was going around the changing room, Stu. Is it? Mm, yeah, it's exactly. <laughs> I don't think, no, I don't think Inch takes kindly losing any game. No, no. no. Um, so yeah, definitely, it's one of those that. 
Yeah, it'd be nice to get on with the goal and travel, but in reality, it'd be a bit of a You'll be playing him just for us later, I believe. Pete's done a, a nice monthly review. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's going to be one of the um, one of the monthly highlights will be a, a review with Hinch. So we're quite, uh, I'm sure, I'm sure Pete will summarise that shortly before we do it. But back to the football. And uh, so we went from that loss against the Velocity Drive against Chessant in the midweek. What was that score again? Was it 3-1? Uh, yeah, it was disappointing. We were watching it from the stands with Rebel Yell Live. Um, it was frustrating, especially with beating them two 0 the couple of weeks before in the league. Um, but it was a lot. There was a lot of changes to that, yeah, to, mm. to, that to that team because obviously we brought uh, Jelly back and Joe Clark. Joe Clark. Joe Clark back, back in the team. Um, yeah, I mean, that being said, though, there was a team capable of going out and winning the game. You know, I mean, there's, there's, there's yeah. not one person that came into that side. Of. Probably didn't like make a big difference to the team we played last Saturday. That's just the amount of changes does affect. Yeah, of course. A lot of players have played together for a long time. It's too easy to hide behind that as an excuse sometimes. And the third of the three defeats was was (laughs) Foxton. Which was like the worst weather that I've seen here for a long time. Yeah, I mean, Storm Dennis, he um, had a bit to say during that game. I believe it made a few social media posts as well. Oh, how high that shot went from one of their strikers. Yeah. I don't think we took that. To be I don't think it was a very bad shot. <laughs> <laughs> it was an awful shot. But it was just, it was, it's a shame because Rushworth putting off that save of the season in the first half. Absolute like Absolute worldy. worldy. That's been shared on lots of social media sites around the world. And to concede that Barcelona. weak, weak goal. Yeah, Barcelona. <laughs> yeah, Mr. Mr. Barcelona. So, um, but that was just gutting. And especially when you're hearing rumours that Folkestone... There's a bit of unrest with their supporters at the moment. I don't know if any of you heard that. They, some of them don't want to go up right now. And uh, there's a bit of unrest calling for the manager's head after the loss on Saturday. Uh, just gone. I don't know if you guys have heard of that. There's a lot of conspiracy theories going around that they, they don't want to go right. up. And the manager yeah. doesn't want to go up. It's all to do with the board, but the manager does want to go up because he wants to finish on a high. But only on the budget or something, isn't it? But he can't do it on the... The budget is got or something, but they're they're second in the table. Yeah, so you know, it's not um, too bad. Yeah. Uh, what right. what you'll find with us football fans is we do look at the forums of the other teams, uh, <laughs> and you see these. But but again, really yeah, but it's it's rumours, isn't it? It's all yeah. it's all rumours. Oh well, I I look at the football uh, Twitter of a certain club down the road and get blocked from it. So which we all got blocked uh, yesterday from Bogner's fan account. So if you're listening now, which you probably are, and you'll never admit it, because apparently you were listening to Rebelyell.live on Saturday and we were awful. But you know they were listening to our commentary during, their, their, own, own during their own game. So if, I'm, I'm sure they'll listen to this, and I'm but, sure they have some constructive feedback. But you know, I've uh, never heard anything so boring. So dull and boring. How dare they? Yeah. Yeah. And then they blocked me. Yeah. Never blocked us. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, kind of a wind up anyway and then we got back to that midweek local Sussex derby which we the away fans outnumbered the home fans at Lewis down the dripping pan God, at least at least 70-30 what, what an atmosphere can ask my numbers actually how many because mm. it was what was the total about 730 odd wasn't it yeah and I mean we must have had at least what 455 yeah there was that those stands were packed with uh, weather fans yeah it was it was amazing what I did really like about that especially the second half was the safe standing with the rails you know, mm. having those up there because you were raised and everyone had a great view of the pitch. It always is at the dripping pan, but everyone at that level was like, "Come on, come on, lads, let's get a winner." Yeah, yeah, yeah. Two, two in quick succession. Mm. 
I mean, that's Ricky's Ricky, Ricky's first goal. I mean, I, I I'm not going to go about laptop gate again because I think everyone's heard about it in the club and every <laughs> Tom, Dick, and Harry and its dogs heard about my laptop being smashed again. Thanks, Lewis fans. But uh, I went to the toilet to go and get a, I'd go to the toilet and go and get us a beer, and I uh, saw Ricky's going in that lovely, lovely little half folly, and then uh, come back out the toilet, and then and Jasper smashed it in at the far post as well. <laughs> and it's like I need to go to the toilet more often. I think during a match and go get. But to be fair, they did respond to us, didn't they? Yeah, yeah. like Stu, what was said at half time because the players come. Out really pumped up. I can't remember, mate. If I'm being really honest, <laughs> yeah, um, yeah, I think uh, just trying to remember the game. I think it was just more of a case of uh, you boys know you got in the locker, get out there, yeah. show it. Yeah, yeah. Get out there, show it. Um, <laughs> that's being around here and changing this. Um, yeah, just get out there and show it. I mean, we, the, the boys, yeah, we've got it in the best foot inside of this league by, by far. So just get out and do what you do. Um, We'll turn it around, I'm sure. Yeah, and it was um, one thing you glossed over is Connor's first goal. Oh, Connor's first goal. What? Oh. I thought he looked a lot better than my wide position. Absolutely. He had the beating of their, their left back yeah, all night long. Coming in on his left foot, he was, yeah, he was a lot sharper. He seemed to have settled in because obviously the first game he played, was it the Chesant game? No, it was a Folkestone game he played. Yeah, and he'd only come in a couple of days before, had it? Yeah, yeah. he was already playing for um, No. So we definitely thought, we, we said on the first yeah, half of the commentary Adam, how he settled Adam, in. Yeah, Adam just said to me, he said that, oh, that he feels there's more to come for him because he's mm. still getting back to match fitness, really. Yeah. He's a good character as well. He's a good yeah. guy, really well. Well, he's, he's had quite a lot of experience from the actual professional leagues, hasn't he? Was he uh, Chelsea? Was he originally Chelsea? Chelsea? Yeah, he went yeah. to as well after that. Did he know Callum? Uh, um, no, no, but it's, it's 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 great to have some of that experience, and you can tell the younger lads look up to him, you know, especially being on the buses sometimes. And then on uh, on Saturday we had the uh, frustrating nil nil draw. I mean, the, the battle of King George's Field. It was a. Uh, and uh, me and Pete surrounded by kids shouting Kingstonian every two seconds on the microphone. <laughs> and then every every time there's a foul by where off, we're off, oh, off, oh, oh. Inevitable squeaky voices right by us. That's the only thing about being and in then a I press had box. An old bloke by us oh. who wouldn't stop tapping me on the shoulder, trying to get me a team sheet or, or trying to. So if anyone, if anyone had listened, yeah. If anyone had listened at the end of the broadcast, I was like, wrapping it up with Pete and he comes and tries, oh, give me two, three minutes on the air. And I was like, no, it's going off air. No, no time for that. Because literally, we, we seem to, well, I say we, Pete seems to attract them every I game. He's got a, he, he, even at Woodside, he gets someone trying to chat to him when he's on air, like in front of him. And uh, I don't know who he is, he's a long fan. Uh, I can be on the own on the bus every other seat is empty and that's a get signing. It's the Midlands, that's what it is. I think in the circumstance when you're looking at it, obviously, Falkston lost. Yeah. Um, we were playing against 10 men, so there's two disappointments there that we didn't extend our league at the top. However, it was tough to play, it was windy, and they were kicking lumps out of us every two oh, minutes. Yeah. The ref was whistle happy. It, it wasn't when he really remembered it. I was yeah. trying to at the start of yeah. that, if you, I think we all expected Folkestone to pick up three points and win game. Yeah. And we yeah. would have then had to win our game to even just not even take another point, mm. do you know what I mean? Be a further point ahead of Folkestone. So. I would have taken a draw. Absolutely. Take a point, yeah. It's one less game. It's one less game to play. Yep. You've extended the league to the top, so everyone should be happy. You do that ten more times, we're champions. So. And the good thing is, is um, they've still got to go to Kingstonian. Folkestone's still got to play them at their ground. So they play like that against them. That's Church. Horn Church. So at least they've got them. We've got them. I mean, I think... Folkestone's still got to play Cray as well. Yeah. There's a lot of matches. We've kind of, have we, apart from Hornchurch... 
I mean, Enfield are going to be Enfield a bit of a challenge. If if the water subsided on their pitch at the moment, I've seen those pictures. You know, it's like a bog. Hopefully, it dries out a little bit. But yeah, I know the pictures on it the other day was awful, absolutely awful. But it is funny though because the two games we lost, Cray um, and Folkestone, two teams that have got a centre forward with a twenty goal plus players a season. So it shows you what a difference that can make in a, in a tight game. Yeah. Got one sniff of goal, both of those goals were like goals. So, one chance. And the Fox took a couple there. of deflections as well. The wind again yeah, didn't help. Inside the Carl got a hand to it, it hit the post, it could have bounced out, you know. Yeah. It was so unlucky, it, it was, was so frustrating. It was a lucky goal to concede. And this weekend we got Potter's Bar, and obviously we feel like we're recording this before the weekend, so uh, yeah, we'll say we won. Yeah, three points <laughs> in the bag, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah and uh, I, it'll That's be published, one. so I can't edit it out, so yeah, fingers <laughs> crossed. The Fox Zone lost again, yeah, so. Uh, um, but yeah, all in all, what would we say about the month? Frustrating, but not too bad for the amount of games we had in the month, I think. Fair, when fair summary. It's always going to be tough, especially when you're at the top, everyone wants to beat you. I think the position we're in now, there's only 10 games left. you just got to keep taking it yeah. game by game. And, and, teams, and teams now are coming here, and it, or, or even when we go there, they're just sitting back, getting bodies behind the ball, because they know we've got goals all over the pitch. So it is difficult to break teams down. Yeah. It's going to be interesting to see how the boys react to this scenario as well, because a lot of it, a lot of it a lot of them, this is new to them in terms of a scenario and being so far kind of six points clear at the top, how are they, how are they going to deal with it? What's the expectations? Are they going to kind of buck under the pressure? It'll be interesting to find out. Obviously, it relies a lot on Buddy and Parso to kind of lead from their experience as well. Um, Jesse maybe in, in with Chelsea, but yeah, it's, it's going to be very interesting. Yeah, yeah and I think, I think a special mention to Finn Stevens as well. Mm. I think he's, he's stepped up. He's, he's come on amazingly well. He's stepped up so well. Well, interestingly, talking to his mum, he, she's seen a different side of him since he's been at the club as well. Um, he's almost um, come out with Shell. Um, the banter, from her point of view, he's, he's kind of learned from that. He's grown as a human being, which is and a lot of that is down to Hinge as well. But I trust him when we get into the first team. You see his confidence in the bar. Like he used to be very shy, be very, but he even sort of says hello to now. Even yeah. like when couple of months ago he might not have done that so exactly. obviously that that you yeah. know and it's great and I think if he's playing well and he's being recognised by the people and the fans are just saying to him the odd pat on the back in the bar it's obviously going to be a massive morale boost well you got a season on the coach as well did you uh, oh was that oh was that on yeah. the, the um, yeah when he came back from uh, where was it Brightling and your little so his mum his mum could not could not believe that really she was like he sang on the camera, <laughs> and I said, "I've got the shift." Yeah, 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 it was brilliant. Couldn't believe it. Said so he would never have done that twelve months ago. And I think that with that coach journey, bearing in mind it was January and you know Sam wasn't there, but you know it's the first time I've been on. Like obviously I've been to many away games with you know other football clubs, but you know you never go on the coach with the players and club and everyone was such on high spirits through like being. That was was that the first time we were top of the <clears> league as well for a while. Was that when we actually, or, or did we gain three Don't points know. or five points clear, I think, because of the results that day? But everyone was in such, I mean, it's just nice to see. It's just brilliant. And everyone, outside everyone, well. everyone together, the players, yeah. the fans, you know, together yeah, yeah. as, well, as a team as one. That's non league football, isn't it? It's the yeah. football. Just going back to Finn as well, we've just done the results for the recent player of the month for the association. He came third, Finn, which wow. is a big, big achievement for him. Massive. Um, Carl Rushworth was second, and player of the month was. You remember? No. <laughs> we just had the meeting. I think <laughs> there was so much to talk in. I think it's so too much to talk in. It was Ricky. Yeah, it was Ricky. Ricky Aguilar. But I mean, I personally think Cole, Cole, you know, if he don't get it this month, he would have got, I think he'll get it next month. He's been brilliant. Like, uh, I mean, guys, we talk, we're talking here, Barcelona. 
I mean, come on. Like, I mean, it's quite funny. On Saturday, me and Pete, when we were in the Kingstonian, obviously surrounded by Kingstonian people, and these, um, all these fans are saying, oh, Worthing are getting four million for him. I was like, yeah, can you imagine us getting four million for a goalkeeper? Like, well, like, he's, to... not has. Yeah. he's not ours. He's not ours, yeah, it's Brighton's. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's interesting. Where, I mean, it, but isn't it great for the club? You know, oh, that, that's got it, the club out. It's, it doesn't matter if it's real or not, but the fact is that Worthing FC, one of the players of the season, mm. has been a pro... Well, Inferi approached or they want to sign him and it's brought us that attention yeah and we're it's in national club, probably in, I mean was there we're, anything we're in the Spanish press do you guys know do you see any no. No. we were, we were run yeah. we are run the back page of the Daily Mirror were we yeah yeah. I mean it's frustrating yeah, yeah. when Folkestone beat us we would have been on the front page of non-league paper but it bloody Folkestone went on the front yeah, so of it didn't it it's a lovely chance to sing behind the goal England International England International and also Barcelona Scouts in the stands not, not that one. Did you see any Spanish lot around the last few weeks? <laughs> <laughs> no. But no, no one asking for tapas at the snack bar. No, no, no that could be that could be next season. A, a new non-league offering, like a tapas bar, the Rushworth L Rushworths, or something like that. But all in all, going forward, I think you know, strong month and a successful month, and you know, six. Were six points? Is it five? No, five points. Was it six? No, it's six. six. It's six points at the moment at the oh, top. We're game in hand though. So, um, but that's going to be a massive game for them. They're going to have to keep their cool to get anything from that. But um, yeah, good month. Sorted. Rebel Yell, the podcast. Sponsored by FootyPrint.co.uk. Your programs, our passion. Pinch's Corner. So Adam, are you going to start with um, last minute away win at Cole Shorten? Yeah, um, I see how you picked like the our worst month in a long time for the start doing it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's obviously a real, real tough month, tough game. Obviously down at Cole Shorten. Yeah, I think could have gone either way. They're real good sides. Peter gets some playing good yeah, football. We, we did have a disagreement, didn't we? Because at the end, yeah. we stole it, and you went. You're watching different Yeah, no I, I, no, I thought we um, had big spells like compliment to not many teams um, will go to Cole Shorten and they'll sit as many people behind the ball as what they did and make it difficult. Um, they're normally at home, they'll, they'll come, at, come at you and, 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 and leave a bit more space. So, um, yeah, we had to be patient on the day and keep believing in what we're doing and obviously Finn popping up with a goal. Nice yeah, really mass, massive for him. There's, I thought there's, there's lots of positives and, and we kept going, showed that endeavour that we've sort of shown all season really. Yeah, Ricky done done great to get his body in between. I think he knew exactly what he was yeah. doing and knew that the challenge could come from yeah. the, from the centre-back and clumsy, clumsy challenge on him. Um, but he's done great to put his body in between, in my opinion. And we sort of changed shape a little bit to play Danny sitting and Ricky and Jesse slightly higher. Ricky's running behind and got brought down and obviously... Well, he dispatched it in the top corner. Yeah, it was um, unreal. Um, you know, it shows a lot of nerve and character as well. Um, you know, Dorsey just to uh, come on and, and, and smash that away like he did. Um, he knew it was uh, going to be the last kick of the game, pretty much. So, yeah, good good character from Lloyd as well. Not a good start to the month, really. Okay, so four days later, we went to Bishop's Dorford. That's the next... That was, that was a lovely journey. Yeah, it was, yeah. <laughs> yeah, tough, real... Tough back-to-back away, away just games. Lost, just lost, um, Jamie Curitan, yeah. Curitan, yeah. Just Curitan gone. Church. Yeah, that, that was, nice. wasn't quick enough to get in there. He's already gone to Hornchurch. Um, but yeah, different different type of game, really. I thought on that day, some of the, we 
ask different uh, different uh, roles of, of certain players. We wanted Finn to come inside to collect the ball a little bit more and Jesse come out to come and get it. And I thought first half, you know, we should have, in my opinion, red and white glasses on and spectacles I see through. It should have been three or four. It should have been three or four, yeah. I thought we worked the ball into the areas that we wanted to so well. Apparently had a couple of chances. There was a couple that we just didn't really work the goalkeeper enough and that was obviously tough when you don't take your chances um, and it's only one nil when it should be outside and that's something really that you know, this month we we've not done really. We haven't taken our chances. Games have been tight, and you, you've got to be clinical. And uh, yeah. we wasn't on that day, but we was lucky enough to hold on and and grind out the one nil win. Yeah, um, Starkey got sent off. Yeah, yeah, it was. Um, no, I don't, think, I don't think, challenge, wasn't it? Yeah, I don't think he's been um, sent off before this season. And no, uh, I, I think, think yeah. Been. Must be my influence, maybe. Uh, but no, he's playing sort of different roles. Him and Ricky have been sitting in and, and playing in front of the back four a little bit more, and a lot of the game has been going through them too um, this season. And um, I wouldn't say you know, it's a dirty challenge. I think he's just um, he's not a dirty player. Um, he's, he's just he's second yellow, wasn't it? So yeah, he's, uh, the, the tackle on him. I didn't think. I think he moved the ball, and the ball wasn't there, and he, yeah. the lad just come straight in on his foot. Whereas Jesse's one, he's actually got the ball. But you just can't tackle like that no more, unfortunately. And it's something that Jesse's got to learn. Um, he's learned the hard way. Obviously, been hell of a winter break he's had lately. And at seven games. Well, yeah. So, he's got, he's got to learn that he can't challenge like that. And that's yeah. coming from someone who loved the challenge, to be honest. But I would have been no good this day and age. But he's just got to adapt your game. He's got to stay on his feet. And, and he's got to learn learn that. Um, they did cause some problems there, didn't they? Yeah, did you? Yeah. We had to sort of change shape. Yeah, yeah. The left winger was a good player, and he's caused us some problems. Yeah, Joel was struggling a little bit on the night, so we had to make a change there, and we changed shape, went to like a back five to give us a bit more cover centrally. And I thought we looked dangerous on the counter attack, though, where they were coming at us. I think Ollie come on, and he probably should have scored. Yeah. In that game, we should have made the more of our chances on the counter attack as well on, on, in, in the second half. Right, so we go on to home um, home game on the eighth. Uh, Cray at home, obviously they're sort of in form at the moment, poor form team. Yeah. Again, another game where could have been three minutes. Yeah, uh, the, the game plan, we changed shape, went to a back three and we wanted to really, the game plan um, that we worked on yeah, the training. Did you start, first start, five minutes, you still could have 4 two, three, one. Yeah, that was just literally minutes, just, just to lull them into, yeah, them into, them into what we'd be playing and then we changed to, to what we've been working on and that's with Alex Parsons up front and um, just, just fought with his energy and, you know, we have to at home try and go and press and I thought we pressed really well and... Yeah, we seems like same old story really, but we're getting the ball into good areas and yeah. we've got to make the most of it. And I think that game it could have gone either way and probably naivety on, on my point of view um, in terms of being at one all, maybe should have shut up shop a little bit. And but we haven't done it all season. I don't think we've got the personnel and the players to do that. And it's not really within my nature to always. Want to try and play attacking and entertaining football. We get yeah, good good yeah. crowds here, pay good money to come watch us play. So I try to always try and entertain, and it is frustrating. When, and I and I totally understand the frustrations from the fans when there is certain games where we don't have a shot on target. But 
it's not through a want of trying. We're getting the ball into good areas, and I think sometimes on the day we just don't do enough with it. Yeah, yeah lack of the final ball or the, the bad decision in, in the final third, and and you know that's coming from a team that's won the top goal scorers in the league. Yeah. So um, that, that wasn't first to fix since October yeah. 5th, so we couldn't be too disappointed. No, yeah, I, I was. And we, uh, it was last minute as well. I was so. bitterly disappointed, bitterly disappointed because I thought, after. yeah, exactly. I've got to be honest, like people. Like some of the comments and stuff um, were, oh, it's going to happen. Is all about how we responded after the defeat, and you know, I just thought it was a negative outlook on it. Really, I didn't didn't want to look like that. I you know, wanted to stay in a good good vein of form, and I thought we I thought it was we, we are playing well. We are one of the the better teams in the league. The way we have been performing, you don't want to. You're just focusing on that next game, and you want to try and win that next game. So you don't want to like just focus on what's gone on um, previously. You know, it's. Um, all, all about the next game for us and yeah. you know being on a good run being on a bad run you, you still focus on the next game so yeah, it's, it, was a, it was a throw in on the far side yeah which was a working ball yeah it was obviously obviously yeah. yeah yeah obviously Brown, um, yeah and, um, yeah, yeah. pushed up the pitch because I thought it was our ball yeah and then they throwing it to town on that day really I think um, there's a couple of mistakes uh, yeah, from yeah. From from our two centre halves that have been, I think, you know, again, you know, I believe in the players, but I think as a partnership they could go on to be one of the best partnerships in in the league as a centre half partnership. Yeah. I think they've got everything. They can play out from the back. They're comfortable with the ball. They can do the defensive side, which yeah. I, I think they showed second half at Lewis that they have got that grit and determination. Well, for the, the game before, yeah, Aaron yeah, yeah, he was class in that game. Um, so. You know, it, it was a couple of mistakes that we probably haven't been making, yeah. um, and we have been taking our chances the other way. So, um, yeah, I think if it was a game that you absolutely got dominated in, and um, you know the goals come through us having a bad shape and getting or playing up from the back and getting caught or whatever, then you know it could have been. You can look and analyse it, but I think it's just a couple of couple of mistakes on the day. I thought we quite clearly come off, like you say, the, the striker, but I didn't realise Alfie got round in such a good position mm. and he's let the lad come inside where he got to show him down the line and it just cuts off the angle. The minute he comes inside, he opens up the whole goal yeah. and he can slot it in. Whereas if he, I think there was one similar first half, Aaron Richardson showed him down the line and Cole's made a save. He's got more of the goal he can cut off by yeah. showing him down the line. So, yeah, it's a little bit of defensive work there from Alfie that he got to learn from and get better at and, and that's the good thing that we all, all all of us are trying to learn and improve from each game and, and each each goal and the thing was there was no time to respond no that's it and it was, it was yeah game over and you know it was like they'd won the FA Cup final and I think full testament to the squad of players that we've got um, that teams feel like that when they come here and, and, yeah. and win games you know it's it's massive for them same with Folkestone and that photo of Folkestone in the non-league paper has really been uh, grating on me massively. Rebel Yell, the podcast. Five questions. Jasper Pattenden, winger. If it wasn't for football, what other job would you do? Quite fancy myself as a barber. No, no, I just think it's quite, it's like everyone's always going to need a barber. There's never going to be a time where someone's not going to need a haircut. I think it's quite fun. It's quite a social job, isn't it? I mean, I like to keep mine fresh, so I'll keep everyone else's fresh if I have to. What is your favourite holiday destination? 
Croatia. Croatia's lovely. I've been there. Went there last year and I'm going there again this year. It's unbelievable. The places, the architecture there, always love it. The beaches are unbelievable. And the water's always warm in the summer, so no matter what. What is your favourite food? Oh, I love a fillet steak. Oh, fillet, yeah. A little fillet steak with mushroom gratin. It's a bit of me, that is, uh, yeah. What is your favourite song? Quite into my house music at the moment. I'm listening to a bit. That's a difficult one. Probably have to go with a guy called Yavan. It's called Fly Away. It's quite good. It's more of a more of an R&B sort of vibe. But it's a, it's a, that's a decent tune. Tell us something about yourself that may surprise people. I'm a, bit, a bit of a unit in the gym. Fancy it in the gym. Oh, I've been lifted in a while. I like to be in the gym all the time. And I don't know if people know about that or see, but I do love the gym, and so I love to get myself in the gym. And I fancy myself as a bit of a, a bit of a gym beast. Sponsored by footyprint.co.uk. Your programmes, our passion. Pete's Away Days. Start of the month was obviously Carl Shorten, which was um, nice ground. Uh, what was it called? The War, War Memorial Stadium? No idea. <laughs> <laughs> Look at me like I know. I've no idea, mate. No idea. I was having a sat nav takes, man. Yeah, but that, that was a nice non league ground. Um, first time I'd been there. Uh, yeah, thought of a nice big bar. Has got, sure has got very nice bar at Yeah. Yeah. He's up there for me is probably the nicest ground that I we we go to, you know, Yeah, yeah nice I'm a big fan of it. Really nice place. Nice people. Nice grounds, uh, under camera, yeah. Yeah. It looked nice from the live view, you know, mm. like that. It did look good. Yeah, it's good. And then obviously we was at Bishop Storford. Yeah. Um that was a that's a hell of a journey to do midweek. Mm. Obviously we had two postponements before. <laughs> and then you've got to go on a Tuesday night. I think twenty past one I got in in the morning. Wow. So mm. that was um yeah, that was a that was a long, long old uh, afternoon. And the coach was caught past three. So that was a long old long, long old day. day. Yeah. Um but we, we got the points, it always makes the journey just that mm. little bit easier when you come home. Ground wise, uh yeah, they've got two two nice covered stands and the uh, the main stand, which is nice and high. I do like a high stand when we're commentating. Yeah, it's a lot easier to see. Yeah, a lot easier to see to see what's going on um, around the pitch. And the, and the good thing is as well, you can you can suss out the formations that teams are playing, which obviously gives us an edge on on the uh, on the commentary side of things. I don't know about for yourself. Yeah, well, you know, <laughs> well, you, you haven't got a microphone. Yeah, I haven't got a microphone. Piece. It's yours. It's yours. It's yours. <laughs> So, and then obviously, um, was it King George's Field Saturday? Lewis, I forgot about Lewis. Lewis. I forgot Lewis. Yeah, that was a nice ground, that was a nice ground. It's a very nice Lewis, ground. the Dripping Pan. It was my first visit to Dripping Pan. Yeah, very, yeah, very impressed with it. I like the two high banks behind the goal. Mm-hmm. Uh, a bit of a pain when you want to go for a wee. Yeah, it's all right at the top, yeah. Right at the top of that stand. I think you were sat as well, you were just to the right of me, but it's yeah. a good view from up there. Yeah, it's a good view, it's, it's a good view. Nice. You didn't find you the uh, executive pool, Lou? No. No, I didn't. There was an executive oh, right. behind the port. But, <laughs> but second half, after, <laughs> yeah, second half after the uh, laptop gate, um, we had to abort the commentary and go go and join your away boys in the in the other stand, yeah. and we didn't actually realise how bloody cold it was mm. <laughs> and windy. Um, yeah, because we was in the main stand first half. But yeah, nice nice view. Um, I think the only thing they need to do is improve their press tables there because they spring up quite easily. <laughs> yeah. Anyone touches them, it's bing, and all your equipment yeah. goes room. I only think if you were sitting there with just normal like notepad and everything like that, if someone done that, they'd come flying anyway. <laughs> <laughs> Can I add in a couple of minus points? No, no, no burgers. 
Yeah, no, 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 it's, it's a hipster ground. It's a hipster ground. Yeah. 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 Um, pie and mash. Pie and mash. Pie and mash is not easy food to eat. You know, these. I quite like the idea of pie and mash. Hipster ground. Hipster ground. You know. Well, just the fact there's no burger and chips, and you can't get a proper pint of lager. And beer, beer and McDonald's. Yeah, it's all like craft beer. Uh, <laughs> beer it's important, Stu. <laughs> oh, sure, sure. Craft beer, craft beer and a McDonald's paper cup. Yeah, yeah. it doesn't quite work. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Plastic cup. Uh, sorry, paper cups. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, so yeah, dripping pan. Um, I think we had Starburst. Had Starburst. Starbucks in the change room. <laughs> <Yeah. room. laughs> <laughs> uh, like that Starbucks at first as well. But yeah, Starbucks cups in the change room. Yeah, I've seen a lot of people talk about their dripping pan online on non-league grounds and all the rest of it on Facebook, and everyone's sort of eight, nine out of ten. Yeah. But yeah. for me, the gra- ground-wise, the way it's set out, mm. it'd definitely be an out of eight or nine yeah. out of ten. But because of the food and drink situation, I've got to put it down to an average six. I'm sorry. If you were there for a Saturday three o'clock kickoff, it's got some very nice views over the town. It's got some nice views, no doubt. Um, but yeah, but no, six out of ten for me. What was the mash like? Um, <laughs> was it I, I quite. Oh, oh, the mash. The mash. Oh, the mash the was. Mash. I thought you said the match. Oh, I was there. <laughs> <laughs> he was there. Mate. He I know. I know. I saw you. I spoke to you. The mash was okay, actually. Uh, the pie was okay. The mushy peas were cold. Oh. There you go. That's another point deduction. Yeah. So that's five out of ten. Peagate now as well. Yeah. Oh yeah, he was moaning. He was moaning about it. You are a typical northerner, aren't you? You don't stop moaning. I'm a Midlander, not a northerner. Oh, I see. <laughs> northern, yeah. Everything from Swerving's north. No, Midlander. Thank you very much. Um, and then Saturday was Kingstonian. Um, yeah, King George's Field. Uh, third visit there or fourth? Um, yeah, it's not. Yeah, it's not. One of, it's not one of my favourites. No, to be honest. Um, no disrespect to <laughs> Kingstonian or Corinthian casuals. Well, so yeah, it's Corinthians ground. Yeah, because I, I do I think love they run the on a very, very tight... Well, I don't think they've got a budget, have they? Corinthians don't have a budget. Mm, so they don't have a budget. Yeah, and in terms of the ground maintenance budget, yeah, they are supposed to do what budget, they can. But, yeah, no player budget. But yeah, um, yeah, I think the changing rooms are like a... What do they call them? Containers. Containers. Yeah. Containers. Yeah. yeah, very cold. Or a porter cabin yeah. or something. Yeah. I don't care what the ground looks like as long as we pick up three points. Yeah. Yeah. It, that's it that's could a, be yeah. a playing field as long as we go it's over good, three though, points. Good to go around so. these grounds and then compare it to ours and pick up pointers and mm. what we can yeah. get out. Yeah. It's all good. Rebel Yell, the podcast. Pinch's Corner. So 15th home game, 1400. Yeah, unreal, unreal support. Um, you know, noise that day was was electric. It felt, you know, like a a, a league game to be honest, like a league league two type type of counter. Yeah, yeah, exactly. That's what it felt like. That you know, um, only playing a few games that I did at League Two, because uh, but yeah, when it, it did feel like that that kind of atmosphere. That the crowd, you know, jumping behind the goal. It was. It was relentless noise and it did spur us on and again another game where you know we're five points clear at the top and the game's nil-nil with 10 minutes to go looking back hindsight is a wonderful thing but maybe you do shut up shop and see out that nil-nil and keep it at five points but you know I don't think it's in our nature like I say we haven't been doing that all season and I think we're a team that's got to be on the front foot and got to be yeah, pressing. And, yeah, exactly. Yeah, we, you know, we, we all our focus was on winning the game, and it always is. I don't 
set out to draw games. Uh, much prefer to go for the go for the win and you get more points. And like I said, three years from the end again, no time to respond. Yeah, no, that's it. Yeah, I've, yeah, they they calm and um, sat in a little bit. I think we've done well against Folkestone in the past, where they felt they could really take the game to us and. It's been quite open and we've had lots of space, whereas the last two times this season, I think they've been a little bit more cautious. Yeah. Um, so a little bit, obviously down their place, it was two very bad goals for long balls, um, you know, which we didn't deal with at all. Yeah, straight long balls. Um, yeah, a lot, uh, not many of that back three are at the club still, so uh, that says it all really, but... Um, yeah, we've got to do better there. But but here, I thought it was again. It, it's difficult. Um, teams come in and do make it difficult for us. You have to play them, compliment. They look at the way we play and and try and come up with a game plan to to stop us playing. And whether that's pressing us high or whether that's dropping off, and it, it's difficult. And we we're always trying to find solutions and, and ways of, of breaking teams down. And um, like I say, didn't create nowhere near enough. Um, I think we had one shot on target on the day and that was a disappointing thing I thought we got the ball again there's one where Miki pulls it wide and cuts in with his right foot he's, you know, he's going with the wind you've got to hit the target um, and there's a couple of other chances going first half where you just got to hit the target and make the keeper save it and we didn't make a, a, um, enough of that on the day it was, it was disappointing but I'd say hindsight maybe you shut up shop and you keep that distance between us but wasn't to be, and it is what it is. Yeah. Um, obviously, two back-to-back defeats at home as well. Yeah. Obviously, a kick in the. Yeah. One not after such a. No. How did the players respond to that? No, yeah, like I think uh, we come in. The mood after. Yeah, we come in, come in Tuesday, and um, just try to tell them, you know, like the, there was good performances, but I felt what we worked on on that Tuesday after them two games was. Us being more positive. So when we worked the ball into the final third, I wanted players then to be brave to try and take players on and have like positive action going forward rather than just keeping possession. You keep possession to get it to the final third. Once you're in the final third, then you need to go and try and beat your man. You need to try and work a shot of goal. And that was yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, so we'd like we're working the ball into good areas, um, and ultimately, then it's down to our front players or or fullbacks that are pushing on to then go and beat beat the players, and you know that's what we're doing it for. And I thought we've done that really well on on uh, Wednesday against Lewis, yeah, especially first half. Well, yeah. Before we get to the Lewis game, um, I was praying Folkestone. Because both of them had a play at Ira Jackson and Taylor, 20 goals plus this season. Yeah. Makes a Possibly, I mean, like I say, it's... We sort of hoped as fans that Dorman yeah. was going to come in and be that man. Yeah. It hasn't quite worked for him, the injury is what not. No, that's it, yeah, I think, um, yeah, I think any any sort of club, you know, you, you, you're looking, aren't you, at the start of the season, who's going to be your man that gets you 20 goals plus, and 
Uh, we haven't had that this season for whatever reason. Um, not say one or two injuries and one or two out of form and and things like that. But yeah, it's yeah. I, I think that is the the big difference. I think our um, form against the top teams is not brilliant, uh, and that's one of the the reasons. There's no hiding it. You don't get many chances against the top teams, and you've got to be ruthless, a bit more cutthroat. And we haven't again Saturday. Kingstonians nil nil. Um, they'd be disappointed that they haven't won. And I thought Miki's had a good chance second half. All lights on his left foot, got hit the target, not hit the target. Yeah. The ball's got square to Alex Parsons, and it's gone, you know, far over the bar, not hit the target again. And yeah. and that, that that is the difference. Ollie Pierce has had one first half hit, it's straight into the side netting. I think Ricky's had one inside yeah. the box, and you know, you're counting four good chances there, and I don't think. Apart from Ricky's one, you've hit the target. Um, and that is. Just checking me notes. Yeah. <laughs> I did write it down Saturday. Uh, yeah, I think we had five off target and we actually had four on target. Yeah. Yeah, 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 I mean, just. To keep standing in, yeah. as many attempts. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I mean, obviously we're going away from home, but they have had ten men as well for a long, long part of that game. So yeah, you, you expect part. to. Um, yeah, I just don't, don't. I thought, obviously, going on to Kingstonians, which skipped a couple of games here. My fault, but uh, yeah, it's. There's only Lewis. Yeah, so Lewis. Yeah, Lewis. Lewis was a good performance, and we try to keep everything the same and implement the same um, things that we did at Lewis, but. Um, for whatever reason, I think the players looked a little bit tired, to be honest. Um, heavy pitch on Wednesday. And, yeah, and that was our sixth game of this month. Yeah, again, in hindsight, hindsight, you probably weigh that up and weigh up all those games and you go, potentially, should have gone with some fresh legs, maybe, from the start. Um, but, you know, stuff one, we, we give the players a couple of days to recover after Wednesday. Um, so... Yes, yeah, it's, it's, it's a tough one because it, it played so well, in my opinion, against Lewis. Um, to not keep the team the same would have been would have been difficult, and wanted to try and keep the momentum going. But you know, we did look a little bit jaded. We looked second to everything. Our work rate, they looked like they worked hard on us. They looked better on the ball, yeah. um, and that was the the biggest disappointment. Oh, I can take I can take us not quite being there on the ball, but a team outworking us. You know. Uh, yeah, I can't. I don't tolerate that very well, to be honest. And uh, the players will know that we can't have that happening again. Uh, you know, for, for for all the wonderful footballers we've got this club, I think the one thing that we've done this season is probably outwork teams and just played with too much uh, tempo. And um, you know, our work rate, pressing, um, and getting into working hard to get back into good shape is. That's been been the difference, in my opinion, and we've got to get back to that being the, the basis of, of of where we work. Rebel Yell, the podcast. Five questions. Darren Bud, centre midfield. If it wasn't for football, what other job would you do? I think I'd do removals, <laughs> moving buddies. That's you can right. find me on Checker Trade. <laughs> What is your favourite holiday destination? Seville. Well, I went on my honeymoon and it was really nice, so good memories. What is your favourite food? Squashies. Sweets. I eat a lot of squashies. Keep my energy up for all that removals I do for moving buddies. What is your favourite song? 
What's that? What's the Alex Parsons song? How's it going? Tom yes, Kidd. Tell us something about yourself that may surprise people. I am actually average height. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I am. Yeah, look it up. Yeah, five seven, average height. I am yeah, five seven. seven. I am. Sponsored by footyprint.co.uk. Your programs, our passion. Affordable, high quality match programs made for semi pro, amateur, and grassroots sports clubs. That's good. Well, cool. you agreed to do this, George, so that's really good. And, like, you know, we couldn't have asked for a better guest to have on the first, uh, first podcast. Um, many more to come. So last week we put out on uh, Rebel Yell WFCSA's Twitter and uh, Instagram page um, that we're having George in the studio, George Dow, our owner of Worthing FC here. Um, we asked you to ask him any questions. Yes. He's sitting here poised and ready to go. I don't know if that's a, that's a good feel or bad, but he looks quite nervous right now. Stu's just sitting opposite <laughs> him with his feet up on the chair, just laughing. Um, Pete's trying to contain himself, but it's nothing too bad, George, I promise you. Well, I'll be the judge of that. Uh, well, let's go. So, the first question came through was at Twister87. If you know him, I don't know if you know him or anyone knows of him, I don't know. No, nope. at Twister88. I don't know the at Twister87. 87, that's right. Yeah. So, oh, um, okay. Maybe he got his year of birth wrong when he first yeah. said that or something like that. Or it's, or it's a fake account. So. <laughs> anyway, George, what are your plans for the future? How do you think things have gone since you've taken over the club? And how can we get more fans to attend? Ooh, what a question. That's a three-part question, really. Yeah. That's a good question. Uh, let me, I think it's... Well, since I've come in, I guess I... I think it's done well. I think the the numbers and the league position that we're in now would suggest that it's in a better place now than it was when I took over. Uh, but that's not just down to me. That's down to a whole team of um, very committed volunteers, um, a few of which are in the room now. So yeah, I think it's gone well since uh, I came in, and the plan is just to keep yeah going forward. Really, is you started with a five-year plan, didn't you? And yeah, this and this is the fifth year. This is the fifth year. I kind of, in my head, took out a year because of the uh, old pitch situation, you know, when we started the year at Bognor. So that year I kind of, in my head, discounted. So we have got next year as well in my five-year plan. But yeah, this year, if we were to get promoted this year, it would be within the five years. And the, the plan was to get two promotions in five years. So we're on track. You're on track. Yeah. So. I guess going on to that, uh, there was another question sent from the Instagram page, and this one was um, anonymous. We don't know who it was from. But it was, if we are successful this year in your five-year plan, have you got another five-year plan? And what is that? Does that mean Football League? Or is that, <laughs> or is that National I mean, that's League? always the dream. I've never, yeah. I've never been in a position where I'm going to say, right, I don't want to get promoted. So the plan would always be to grow and grow and grow, mm-hmm. whether that's... Do you know what I mean? If we're talking realistically, if we were to get promoted this year and we, we're not there yet there's a long way to go but if we did or in the next couple of years and then we were in a position in five years time to be in and around a football league position uh, we'd have to I don't know seriously look at our, our ground and whether it's suitable to play in league two and whether maybe we have to change location or, or what that might entail but I guess it's a completely different level, isn't it? it if you is. look at a football league playing, you've got to get up to national. And yeah. you've got to you've got to have a grass pitch and That's it. in yeah, the in league of, too. Loads of different. Yeah. I mean, there's loads of things we're going to have to get done for next season if we were to get promoted. So um, yeah, the ground grading always improves the higher up the leagues you go, and we'll just have to, uh, I guess, manage our our grounds uh, to to match it if we can. Yeah. So at Red Rebel Mac has said. Um, 
Best moment as Werven FC owner is the best moment maybe to come in a few weeks, hopefully. So far, so far, well, the best moment would be the, the playoff final when yeah we won the game quite comfortably in the end, but just uh, yeah the emotion from the fans uh, afterwards and stuff and the pitch invasion and yeah the celebrations were were amazing. Did we get fined for that? Uh, we didn't know. I guess the season's over then. They didn't care. So yeah, as soon as the final whistle went, we were fine. Didn't get in trouble. Good. No, I didn't get in trouble for that one. It makes a change. So there's a username Dotty Dar. Um, I think it's a dog, or it's someone that owns a dog. It's obviously not the it's dog. It's a clever dog, isn't it's it? A very clever dog. Pause you as well. So it's a dog. Can D- I come dog. in and watch the games when I'm a bit older? And when can I get a Werbin FC dog bow and collar? <laughs> <laughs> What does they mean by when I guess when it there must be a puppy. It must be a puppy. Is it going to grow into a human? Well, yeah, no. <laughs> <laughs> half human, half dog. That's weird. This season out. Yeah, just turn up already, actually. Yeah. <laughs> See for a dog. Well, so, I, I guess they're saying a dog's allowed in the ground. Our dog's allowed in. No, dogs aren't allowed in the ground. Purely because the uh, amazing attendances we get, it just wouldn't, I don't think. Not really fair be, on the dog, is it? Not fair. Well, on the desktop, yeah, might not be fair on the dog, but. It's just, I don't think it's a suitable place. It's quite a busy place on the match day. Yeah, yeah. Maybe uh, the four-legged friend isn't the best place. No, I wouldn't have thought so. No. I mean, I don't, I don't think you can take them to any other grounds. No. In terms of, like, print, like, oh, right. higher up you go. Yeah, higher up you go. Yeah, like, you wouldn't take yeah. a dog in the cinema. I know. I, I know. Yeah, there is a famous there is a famous dog in. I can't remember what team it is, but there's a dog there every week. Folks and they Folks but, Folks but, Folks is it Yeah. Oh, the dog last season. I did it. Trust me to bring up that. Horsham had one. They put it on their Twitter last week. Nice see a friend who was dressed in a Horsham shirt. So, so I guess maybe Dotty Dar's been stalking other dogs since the Grammar Council or something. Yeah. Help the dogs to be fine. Yeah. 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 Just. Bringing a pet along, I think you know, get out of hand quite quickly if everyone's bringing. Them yeah, things. and yeah, it's a trip hazard. You want that with trip. Oh, no. I can be picking up dog poo. No. <laughs> <laughs> trip hazard as well for fans because yeah, you're not you're not looking down at the ground all the time. You're walking through, and all of a sudden you're tripping over a dog. Yeah. Not not great. Well, I think for next season, George, you're looking to get a dog bone, dog collar, so Dotty Do's happy. Oh, we can do that, yeah. yeah. We'll do yeah I'll speak to Amanda. I reckon, I reckon that. Uh, I'll, I'll buy a cat bowl, do a cat bowl. Cat daddy. I've got two dogs, I'll get some, yeah. Yeah, they'll get a dog bowl. Yeah, collars like that, that'd be good. Um, it's all getting a bit too seedy, this one. It's all getting a bit too seedy, this one. I don't know what, I don't know what you're saying. Question from Instagram: Thoughts on a purple coloured kit? I guess for an away kit or a third kit. I love that idea. That? Absolutely love idea. Can we exchange that for the white one, please. Uh, it's a bit near. I think I know who this is from. Manchester United. It, yeah, I, I don't. I haven't got any. Yeah, well, if there a nice purple kit came out, I'm sure we could. It sounds a bit close to red, though. That's what that was be my yeah. impression. Yeah. yeah, if you're trying to get away from red because you're playing someone in red. Wearing purple is yeah. maybe a little bit close. Could but be, could be construed. It's unlikely. One of the other questions was, um, where is it here? Um, thoughts on a kit that could draw attention from around the world, like a third kit. You know, like there's been some teams of late late that have got kits that have been sold in South America and all that. Yeah. So thoughts on maybe a third kit that's got a really funky design or something. Well, like a retro seventies. Yeah, kit. like a retro. Yeah, no, sorry, George. Well, it's your yeah. question. <laughs> um, yeah, no, I'm a big fan of kits. And- no, I think well, I always think a, a lime green kit catches the eye. Yeah, it's yeah. Well yeah. Get a funky pattern on it, and I bet it'll be. Yeah, macros. 
I don't want to bring up a club just down the road here. Yeah. But I was careful to say lime green. <laughs> lime green, lime green. But he still said the word green. We wipe our bums with green paper yeah. and stuff. I've like seen that. you in a green top sometimes, George, and I have said to you. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I do like khaki, I must say. Yeah, and your dad likes green as well, doesn't he? Yeah. That thing he's bought. Oh, yeah, the moped thing. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know what that is. Yeah. It's a bit half-crisis, that's what that yeah. is, mate. <laughs> and we were talking about the uh, Sorry, ground Dave. and stuff you'd like to upgrade for next season. Uh, you'd have to do. Um, and one question that's coming, if you could change or upgrade any part of the ground... Like, what would your priority be? Like, you know, in terms of the <coughs> one, not necessarily the leaves. Stu's <laughs> uh, obviously sneezing the kit room over there. <laughs> but what would you, like, if, what, if you could have, I guess he's saying, like, you've got regulations of what you have to do, but if you didn't, if you had done the regulations, you could think in the next stage, what would you be focusing on? Um, I guess my dream would be to one to have a fully covered stand all the way around. Yeah. Uh, ground, sorry, not stand. So... I guess, yeah, if the floodlights were done and the new turnstiles were built and the new toilets were done, yeah, all that stuff. That Only a couple of things to do then. Yeah, no, there's a lot to do and we've got plans to do them. We're going to be hopefully trying to raise funds in order to make them happen for next season. So that's all quite exciting. But if, yeah, if all that was done and ticked off, then, yeah, my, my next goal would be to try and get the whole ground covered. Well, the last question you'd be pleased to know, the well, last one that was sent in, the Easy Fundraising app that they've done at the moment, which is buying stuff through the website of yeah. Easy Fundraisers, raised, how much of the money has it raised, Stu, so far? Yeah, and that's just in the first month, isn't yeah, it? I mean, that's, that's been fantastic. So, um, have you got any other fundraising ideas planned? Yeah, um, but there's a lot going on, like I said, with the, uh, the floodlights and stuff, and all that costs uh, a lot of money. We have recently put in a funding application to the... Um, what they call it, a state improvement fund from the FA. So, and we're hoping that that gets granted. And if it does, then we'll be yeah coming up with other ways to raise the other half of the funding for these events. Yeah, there'll be different events or um, yeah, we've got like a other yeah some other things in the pipeline. But we will be looking yeah. to to raise more money, money, hopefully to get these things done for promotion. We'd be pleased. That's the last question, John. Okay. So, was there any ones that were a bit difficult? There? I don't think there were. You quite like that. Uh, I've, yeah, got, uh, I've got a I question. Guess, I guess one last question was actually from obviously one of your. Relatives. I've got one. Who's the best? Sibling? <laughs> Why am I the best sibling? I don't know. You tell me. <laughs> Why are they the best, the best sibling? So, well, have you got? Uh, have you got any brothers or sisters? How many brothers or sisters? I've got a sister and a younger brother. So, I it could be, he's too young to be. So, probably be her then. Yeah. Must be her. Yeah. Late night or something. So, George, I've got a question. Yeah. What do you do to relax? Um, Apart from make cooking shows on Instagram. That's not relaxing. That's stressful. <laughs> it's not relaxing. What should we do? What do we do? Uh, go to the cinema sometimes, or just yeah, chill at home, go out with my mates, which is pretty stressful at times. Mm. Um, yeah, what? just normal sort of things really. Watch football on TV. Okay, and who's your who's your team? Man United would be my team. Local one. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Well, Werben would be my first team. Obviously. Yeah. But yeah, if I was at home watching it on TV, then it would be Man United. Excellent. Yeah. Anyone else? Uh, I said enough of him. I don't want to ask any more questions. Thank you very much. Rebel Cheers, yeah, mate. The podcast. Pinch's corner. How do you feel it's gone all in all? Yeah, obviously. The worst moment, like you said. Yeah.
dis- disappointed in terms of results, um, but like I say, performance-wise, there's been some good performances. I wouldn't say we've been battered by Cray. I wouldn't say we've been battered by Folkestone, although we probably haven't been our best. They've made it difficult, and you've got to give them some credit. They're good sides. Yeah. Yeah. And that's, that's the thing, like, when, when I first come in, um, teams used to think Worthing's where you go to get your three points and come and try and attack us. And it was a lot easier then to try and pick teams off and we played a sort of boxing midfield back then and, you know, we can't play that way now because there's just not the space to get those two boys on the ball, um, which there was when teams were coming to try and attack us. So we've had to adapt, adapt shape and um, what suits. And, yes, every game's um, a different challenge and a different test. And, and, and the good opposition, good, you've got to give them a bit of credit as well, you know. They're not all going to come and go, we're going to make this entertaining for the fans and let Worthing have it all their own way. Um, you know, and that, that's compliment to the squad of players that we've got and how hard they work. Um, that teams do that. Hundred percent. Yeah, like all, all. Even now, we're on about improvement from year to year. So, um, you know, we finished ninth last year with a bad end to the season. Um, so we want to keep on improving in that. And yeah, yeah. So yeah, so that's. Uh, Good improvement, good improvement, and you know that's, that that was the key. I looked at the points tally and wanted to beat that from last season. Um, and I think if we keep on etching in that same vein, you know, then we do it on the right path. Um, so yeah, it's it's good. I'm enjoying it, um, and I want the players to embrace it and enjoy it and enjoy being top of the league. Um, you know, I heard Hayden his interview after the game and. Um, he must have mentioned six times about Worthing being top of the league, and yeah. you know, so managers are saying that. And, 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 and the Lewis manager last week, yeah, listened to his interview, he was very yeah, yeah, wasn't it? yeah, that's it. And so, we're doing lots of good stuff. Um, but like I say, we all we're focusing on now is we've got two training sessions before Potts Bar, and yeah. that's all our focus is we've, going to be we've, on. We've only got one midweek game left, and that's the semi final. Oh, no. Is it really? Yeah, yeah, so. So you've got Saturday, Saturday, well, so you've yeah, got two training sessions. Exactly, yeah. So flipping it, so yeah, no pressure now. It's all done to me, isn't it? No, I, don't, I do, I do enjoy that. I do enjoy it. I think, um, like I say, I enjoy watching it. Cause yeah, I like <laughs> yes, got a, not good for my health, is it? But um, no, um, enjoy being out there with the, the players and, and trying to implement new ideas and stuff like that, and seeing where we can constantly improve. And Cam coming in and the video analysis that he puts together, you know, I tell him a couple of things and then he's got it there ready for us um, to show the players and I think it's such a powerful tool in terms of players seeing it for our own eyes, what we're, yeah. what we're trying to try to do. Um, uh, to be honest, like Steve Coppel used to go and make them his own and put like videos in on a Friday and just show us like the opposition and what we could come up against. So we were playing right back and there was a winger that was... Um, right-footed but played on the left-hand side so he just showed me a couple of clips of that and you know it's well ahead of his time um you know what's a manager and it, i thought it was so powerful to see that um but yeah we we tend to focus just on ourselves um 
because I think you can get wrapped up with how the opposition play and then they can turn up at Woodside and yeah. play completely different. Yeah, um, and then all that work that you spent. So we just try and focus on ourselves and ourselves being better. And um, I know um, it doesn't always look that way, but like I say, you've got to pay opposition some credit as well. They're trying to stop it. They're trying to get the three points as well. So they're trying to work hard. There's, there's good managers, there's good players in the opposition that we're playing against. And... Ah, fantastic! I contacted uh, Dulwich straight after that game, uh, Gavin, and tried to get him in. Um, but yeah, he said he's yeah because Cole Shorten had an option to keep hold of him, um, and they they did that. Um, but he said I've got Connor Hunt, that's a a winger, and if you're looking for that type of player, um, that that is available. So that's how that came about. Yeah, it's me phoning Gavin Rose, trying to find Lewis White to be honest, but. Um, yeah, what great player. Um, I thought the lad Golding uh, for Lewis was a threat. Yeah. Um, you know, so... Yeah, he it, was a handful. Yeah. yeah, so it, we're playing against good good, yeah, good players, good, good opposition, players. and, um, you know, we've got to pay them a bit of respect. We'd all like it to all go our way, but, you know, we're, we're not... It's yeah, it's football. We're not quite there. It's not, it's not like... I think, you know, we've had it where our board's been broken and we've had to go and borrow opposition boards. And they're like, you can't afford a ball the amount of money your club's got. So they look at our crowds. They look at, um, you know, the stuff that you do with the Rebel Yell and the, the social media and everything. And it's like, unreal. It's above the level. And just assume that we're absolutely rolling. Yeah, rolling in it. And like every club that we go to are like, think like that. And it's crazy, really. And I think it's compliment to everything that we do here at a club, that the club feels like that. But obviously, it's not the case that we have got the biggest riches in the world like we can't go and um, just get Jake Robinson to come and lead our line and uh, whoever pluck a name out you know we just haven't got the the finances to go do that I know that and um, you know with that um, you know it has its yeah no that's what I mean yeah that's it so um, the expectation probably gone through the roof just because of how well the boys have been performing and like I say it's, it's a compliment to them and um, yeah I want them to embrace it and, and, and enjoy it more than anything um, they've worked their socks off got themselves in a great position now it's Potter's Bar Potter's Bar on Saturday and all our focus is on that really so um, don't yeah have we got Winger I don't even know we got off that I know we got Brighton in the yeah I'm looking at one game Potter's Bar um yeah, with, with all the other teams, you know, uh, I know that I've got Whiteleaf on Wednesday with the under-19s, and um, so it is literally week by week, um, but nice. It's, it's a, I feel, you know, we're really on to something good at the club, yeah, with the youth set up and everything, the young boys that we've got coming in, we're still doing it our way, we're having four or five teenagers start week in, week out, not a lot of other clubs do that way. I better go. Yeah, get back <laughs> to you. Right, cheers, Adam. Nice pleasure, mate. That's brilliant. No, I enjoyed that. Same again next month. Yeah. <laughs> Hopefully, after. Rebel Yell, the podcast. Five questions. Alex Parsons, right midfield. If it wasn't for football, what other job would you do? Can you class this as a job? I'll be playing another sport. Rugby. Yeah, give rugby a go. I used to run around a little bit and try and miss a tackle. 
What is your favourite holiday destination? Italy, 100%. A little place called Salerno with a family from. Try and go there every year. Oh, actually. Or, no, LA. Los Angeles, actually. It's a good place, yeah. No, Los, Los, Los Angeles. What is your favourite food? Pasta, 100%. Just normal pasta with tomato sauce. Easy. What is your favourite song? Do you know what? This is quite bad, actually. At, at the moment, Ariana Grande, Monopoly, is getting played. I don't know why. It's on my Spotify. I might blame the girlfriend for that one, but... Tell us something about yourself that may surprise people. Not too long ago, I was a plumber. Yeah, plumber, yeah. Done my plumbing apprenticeship, which a lot of people don't know. Or my dad. Worked for my dad. Done my plumbing apprenticeship quite a few years ago. So, yeah. When I say that, people, they're like, oh, really? But, yeah. Rebel Yell, the podcast. Uh, Start that one again. We grill through a little bit. We've done, Pete did the interview for the played out on the Folkestone game, but I think uh, it's time to grill Stu. Folkestone. He thinks he's all Foster. It's Folkestone. It's not Folkestone. Stu, just like just tell us about yourself, like a little bit for the, for the podcast. We're obviously playing a bit of an interview for some of the other questions, but just tell us about yourself and how uh, you came to be with uh, Worthing. <laughs> um, yeah, I emailed George about six years ago. Uh, obviously the club was on I, don't th- I think it was the promotion winning season and I said to him have you got any jobs that I could do around the ground just to help out and be part of it and he knew some friends of mine and they said that he's been in sales and could you come in and look after the commercial side and it's kind of got on from there really kind of moved from the commercial side over to the first team and then uh, match days and now back to commercial team match days and and uh, yeah commercial so and it's a busy thing, but are you enjoying it? That's all we want to know. Yeah, <laughs> I believe it or not, I do enjoy it. It's stressful as hell. You've got to say yes with the owner there. Yeah, I'll, I'll <laughs> say that. All he does is mind to me. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> no, I, do, I do enjoy it. It's, um, it's stressful. It's really stressful. Um, on a match day, it's just constant. You'll see me running around the ground. Yeah. There's always something to do. and um, Obviously, we've got so many things we need to get done on match days for, from the kind of FA want us to get done and make sure it's in place. So make sure they're happening but it's got a lot easier over the last probably two or three months since we've got volunteers to come in and take some of the work, work load off me and um, yeah it's, it's running a hell of a lot better so yeah it's good brilliant, Do you brilliant. Want it? so we're going to play out your interview now for the fans to see that they didn't hear it for um, the Folkestone game is that Folkestone. Folkestone Folkestone I got told off for putting the wrong name on the Twitter account I, did, yeah, it's like I said I, I missed out on how do you say it George? Folkestone Folkestone it's Folkestone 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 it sounds just the same Folkstone. 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 Apologies, noise boys. I'm <laughs> 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 You've got a full-time job. How do you, how do you adapt your work, your work time? Yeah, it's it's a actually, tell people what you do for the <laughs> yeah, job. Yeah, um, bizarre, but I, I designed the old children's players, um, councils, attractions, and I've done that for about 11 years. But it allows me to be a bit more flexible in terms of my working hours, so... I'm not self-employed, I work for a company, but pretty good in knowing what I do for the club in terms of they give me that flexibility in terms of being here when I need to be and stuff like that. Yeah, that's what I do, so. What, what's involved with being a kit man? Obviously, I, I know you get to the grounds early. Yeah, so, I mean, it's not so much just a kit. I mean, I obviously do quite a lot around the ground, which is fantastic. I love the club. Had up match days alongside Dave Dow, making sure the ground and everything's ready for well. Um, but in terms of the kit man, it's um, it's just making sure that we, as a management staff, I include Hinch and everyone along those lines with that cam name, give the boys the best possible starting platforms for them to get out on the pitch and perform so that means the setup, the change room set up before they get to the ground
around home and away, uh, unless it's Bishop Stalford on the Tuesday night when I walk up on the coach. Um, but to make sure the ground home and away is set up and everything's kind of true and proper for them, they get the Luke Sage, the Jaffers, the fruit, everything they need um, to be able to get out on that pitch and do what they can, do, give us the best they can, really. Um, sometimes it works, sometimes it doesn't, but I understand you actually put your hand in your own pocket. <laughs> yeah, no, well, as I say, the, the club means a lot to me and I've done that for a couple of years now and it, yeah, it, to, me, to me, it's just something that I, my little bit towards players in terms of getting them to perform. So, so now you're back to commercial management. <laughs> yeah. You know, we had the sponsors evening not very long ago. Yeah. Um, how, how sort of that role developed for you yeah. and is it, is it working? Yeah, it's going really well. The good thing about the community within Worthing is we've got some really passionate football fans, but also passionate people about the town as a whole. And it's like a little community. So we've got over 100,000 people within Worthing, which if you think about the people that turn up to a game on a match day, if it's a thousand people, there's still 99,000 people out there that aren't here. So it's about getting into that community and trying to see what we can do to get out there and get our name out there and, and the brand of Worthing more kind of commercially realised as a, as a big club, which it is, it's, it's, it definitely is. And yeah, I mean, the commercial role is just kind of something that George wanted me to take on board again because it worked so well the last time. Myself or living anyway, which helps. Um, I'm passionate about the club, again, that helps. And since I've taken over, it's gone really, really well. Really yeah. Well. So yeah, there's still we've got targets we want to do internally. Um, I'm striving. I'm trying to get there as quick as I can, really. So okay. there's um, there's a lot of stuff going on around the club at the moment. Mm. Obviously, top of the league as well. There's a big buzz about that. Mm. So I saw you at a horse get quite excited when we won the game. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, because you want to be setting up. Yeah. It's just a little personal thing. I mean, the, at the end of the day, what will be will be. I'm a great believer in that. But yeah, ideally, I want to get to the Amex and set up the kit of the Amex. And I'm, I was a Brighton. I am a Brighton season ticket holder, even though I don't support Brighton. Funny enough, but um, I used to go with my mates all the time to to have a few beers. If I'm being brutally honest, um, so it'd be nice to get out there and have a walk around the pitch and just kind of take the whole day in, really, as as a kit man. But look, it will it'll be what it'll be. Um, the boys, I know the boys are fully focused to get out there and. Uh, and to get to the final, we've got a hard semi-final coming up. We've just got to do what we can do. So. Would you prefer Brighton or Bogner? <laughs> Bogner, if I'm being honest, yeah. I think Bogner, I think to beat our biggest rivals in the semi-final, but the main competition in Sussex would be a massive one. Um, but we get who we get and we beat who we beat. I mean, I, all I can say is the boys will be giving 100% to what, whoever we get in the semi-final and they're fully focused to get there, so it's... It doesn't matter who I want. It's just, we just need to get there as quick. <laughs> and we I, I understand Jesse Starkey is available for that. Sport. Yeah, I didn't realise that either. No, it's good. Um, yeah, Jesse's massive for the football club. He's, he's, a, he's a top bloke, first of all, but um, he's, he's a massive player as well. And he's going to be he's going to be really missed over the next seven games. Um, he's, a, he's a good footballer. He works hard. He's technically probably one of the best we've got out there. Yeah. So um, if we can getting back for the Cup semi-final would be fantastic. But then again, there's there's players there that over the next six games will have kind of earned their right to, to be in there. But at the end of the day, if someone else gets there and performs in that Jesse's role over the next six games, then they've earned their right to play in the semi-final. So it's not all about Jesse Starkey, but it's it's massive to have Jesse back. And He's my player of the season so far, to be honest. It's been <laughs> phenomenal. I mean, there's, there's a lot out there that have been really good. I mean, even the, the guys that don't go unnoticed, really, the guys that are kind of just workhorses. I mean, even Cal before he left. I mean, he's, he's just, uh, yeah. there's workhorses out there. And what we've got out there at the moment is a really close-knit bunch of players that are really dedicated to the club, to the badge, to Hinch. And like, well, they trust Hinch and they know what he's trying to do. They want to play for Hinch, which is massive. And, yeah, that's all you can ask for. And there's, there's, a, there's probably about 15 
players of the seasons out there so far. Trying to find out who's up winning one at the end of the season. I, I will mention Finn because I think Finn's been brilliant since he's broken for the team. Yeah, yeah. For, like he's probably eight stone when he's soaking yeah, yeah. wet. And Finn's, yeah, Finn's such, he's a nice kid as well. I mean, he's got good parents. He's been brought up the right way, which is massive. Um, when he came into the club, he was quite quiet, but he's really coming out of his shell now. Um, he's a top lad, and yeah, he's he's been playing really well out there. He's, he's almost made that fullback position his own. But he's he's naturally a centre midfielder, which is which is fantastic. He's, he can just play wherever we ask him to play. You've seen it this season. At right back, at left back, at centre mid. He's yeah, he's just tenacious, really good player. So yeah, it's one for the future. We've got so many good young players out there that are. Are, willing, are wanting to kind of burst into the first team, which is um, getting yeah. in, isn't it? So, yeah, and it's a great ethos by Adam as well, isn't he? Bringing yeah. these youngsters through, well, giving them a chance. Things, Gillian Jelly, Tom Chalet, mm. just to name two. Yeah, that's no, phenomenal. Um, it's, there's no other club like it in, in Sussex. That's what we've been further than Sussex, to be honest with you. That's why we get so many young guys wanting to come and play here because they know they get an opportunity. And George's kind of um, ethos when he bought the club, he wanted to promote young talent within, within Sussex. It makes us easier as a club to manage because we haven't got to get people coming from London and Kent to come play for us and because we're, they're Sussex bred, born and bred they're more passionate about the shirt so yeah it's it's exciting it's very exciting Do you know much about the other teams the under 18s and the 16s? Um, yeah they're doing alright I, I don't get to see them as much as I as I want to to be honest with you Sunday mornings where they play tend to be when I'm playing football myself or attempting to so still they, playing? Yeah trying to struggling massively but I'm trying to yeah they're just again we've obviously here with training seeing the sessions there's some good young talent out there there really is and They've obviously, they, they can't ask for better coaches with the likes of Azza and Hinch and Julian Barnes and, and Matt and yeah, the rest of the coaching Nathan. staff. Nathan, exactly. Yeah, I mean, there's probably about seven or eight coaches I can read up there. They, yeah. We've got some really good coaches here, so they've got everything they need to be able to get into the first team or into the 18s, and, and it's down to them at the end of the day. It's, they've got to kind of fight their way there and get there as, as quick as they can. Yeah, because um, Nurse's tie was getting selected, well, on the bench quite a bit last mm. season. Yeah. Um, he hasn't been on the bench as much this season because obviously Adam's brought a couple of players in. Came on the other night, he's sort of broke back into that bench position. Yeah, exactly. I mean, Ty's got, Ty's got massive talent. He's a, he's a good central midfielder, tenacious, good with the ball. He's, yeah, he's, he's really good. But, yeah, I mean, not just Ty. There's, obviously, you just said Tom Gillet, Dylan Jelly. I mean, it shows on, on Tuesday night, even though the result didn't go to plan, the players that were out there were more than capable of winning that game. And, they, and that's... A lot to be said for Hinch and, and the coaching staff because they're 16, 17, and he's given them the the time and F, uh, time on the pitch to kind of push their way into the first team and, and get there. And, and the squad was strong enough on, on Tuesday night to win it. We just didn't get the result. We didn't turn up, and it is what it is. But, um, but yeah, it's looking bright. Future's so, very bright. What's feeling at the end of the game against Cray to lose in that manner? Yeah, I, obviously I can't say too much. I don't want to go against what the uh, but against what Hinch is saying and change them, but. The boys were guided. I mean, I think we did enough to win the game. Easily. Um, first half, we had enough chances. And yeah. I think that's the thing that's been annoying me most this season, if I'm being honest, is we're getting to really good places in, on the pitch and the final ball is just awful. And we're not being as clinical and as steady as we can be in the final third. And, and I know the quality is out there. The boys, yeah. kind of, the, the talent's immense. I don't think they outworked us. I don't think they, I don't know, they just took their chances, really, to be honest with yeah. you. And we, we got sloppy for a couple of the goals, which obviously didn't help situations. But the boys realised that. And it was going to happen at one point. And yeah, exactly. The referees didn't, maybe didn't help. Referee was not very good. <laughs> we get that. That's football. Can't blame the referee all the time. I mean, I think Jesse was over the ball. He's, he's, he's probably not 
maybe a bit harsh, but I can see why the red card yeah. came out, in my opinion. You're going to get that. <laughs> it's just, that's this level of football. And, and even up to the premiership, you see decisions every week that are kind of a bit questionable. Even with far, you see that. So the boys just got to be focused for and go out and, and do what they do. They, they're capable of beating anybody in this league. That's just been seen for the rest of the season previously. Is there any relief in any way that the winning run is over? No, it hurt. It really hurt. I didn't want to speak to anybody at the end of the game. And, and I hate losing. I'm too used to winning. But that's a bad thing. Sometimes you've got to handle defeat. And the boys have got to handle defeat and know how to... To how to react to that. We're always going to lose at some point, but look, it is what it is. We've just got to push forward and, and look. Away from the pitch, anything you can tell us that's happening around the yeah, ground, things like that? Yeah, of course. It's phenomenal. I must say, I, in my six years here, this is the most positive, positive I've been since I've been here. Club's really striving in the right direction off the pitch to get ourselves ready for National League. Whatever happens this season, whatever happens the season after, we're fully focused on getting ourselves prepared off the pitch. We've got a really dedicated group of people behind the scenes that are really focused, driven by Barry Hunter, who's been a breath of fresh air since he's come in, and really focused. There's lots of things going on, just can't go too much into it. It's looking good in terms of the pitch. But other things, the commission's gone in for floodlights, we've gone in for a new toilet block, which is taking its time. I'm a bit frustrated by that because... I actually found the sponsor who was going to do that whole toilet block for us August, September last year, I think. It was really early doors and unfortunately due to planning permission, we have become a bit frustrating, but um, it's what it is. We don't want to build it and then have to take it down again. Again, it's looking good there, so we've got the sponsorships going really well. Obviously, we need more, always need more. For anybody businesses out there, that's what I'm here for. Um, I can, yeah, it's a real good community feel here with the sponsorships. Do you want to give everyone your email address so they can contact you directly? Yeah, perfect. It's just commercial at worthingfc.com. Uh, if you see me walking around the ground, I mean, look, if there's anybody that's got any questions for me around the ground, just say hello and ask me. There might be some stuff I can tell you. There might be stuff I don't know because I don't get told everything. Uh, there's probably a, a lot of stuff I don't get told to be honest with you. And if we lose, he'll just grunt at you and we'll buy. But yeah, generally, like before, like... before the game, he's fine. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I don't like losing. It's it's unfortunate. It's a, it's a habit I've got into that we've won so many games. It's yeah. a good habit. Uh, yeah. So it's not a good habit, but it's, it's a good place to be that you, you're disappointed with losing. I've just got to deal with it like a man. <laughs> man up. So Stuart, thank you ever so much for your time. Uh, thank you. Five questions. Carl Rushworth and goalkeeper. If it wasn't for football, what other job would you do? Quite difficult because I've always like been in and around football my whole life and I've been like addicted to sport, so it'd be something in and around sport, maybe like coaching or something. What is your favourite holiday destination? Somewhere warm, maybe like Spain or Greece or anything like that, so I can get a tan. What is your favourite food? Homemade meat and potato pie from my mum. <laughs> what is your favourite song? I'm into a bit of Drake right now, to be fair. I do like Life is Good, Drake. Tell us something about yourself that may surprise people. I don't like mash, but I like chips and everything else. It's just the texture of mash I don't like. But yeah. Come to the edge of the box to Finn. Finn, try a shot. Yes, it's deflected. It's deflected. And Finn Stevens has his first goal for Worthing. So he scores with the spot kick. Up against Clayton. Yes, it's in. It's in. We have stolen. We have absolutely stolen this game. He can quite get there. It's going to be hit from Aguilani. Yeah! It's the back. And that's the goal. Oh. Ricky Aguilar again. Ricky Aguilar right on the strike of half time. Got it on the edge of the box. Hit it right footed. Straight into the corner of the net. Trinkle toes. Great, Clay. great, great. Clay's in. Yeah! Jesper takes the shot. And that's one number. One nil. Right footed shot into the corner. Well set up by Lloyd Dawes. Worthing one. Chesham nil.
It's his first goal for Worthing, and now he's 1 0. And we needed that, Pete. Yeah, needed. Made, made some space for himself. He was right for actually, and ended, ended up in the bottom corner. Great piece of play there by Connor Hunt. Match day in association with Gage Master. Rebel Yell, the podcast. Sponsored by footyprint.co.uk. Your programmes, our passion. Affordable, high-quality match programmes made for semi-pro, amateur and grassroots sports clubs. Yeah, it's important that we just kind of pick up these results as yeah, we go along playing well. And, the, the crowd yeah. and make sure the players understand how yeah, important it is that, and the fact the fans that we get and how we should respect And there's no one that hurts more than Hinch when we... We lose all. Oh, and we've seen it ourselves. Yeah, it it we've seen it. Storm out. We've seen it. Like you know, the problems yeah. they gave you wasn't around much, and obviously he went on the coach on Saturday. You know, he was really mm. gutted as we all were. And you know, I think it's that everyone. You just it's so close. You just feel. Well, even just, Saturday, just touching distance, isn't yeah, it? Yeah. Even Saturday, picking up a point, he went in to change him, said a couple of things, and went straight away. There was, yeah. do you know what I mean? He's, he was really angry and frustrated. He sat, he sat on the upset. coach on his own. <laughs> yeah, it, it affects him really badly and, and it affects everybody. He's a born winner. Yeah, 100%. And that does get the boys rub off that. And you know, I mean, yeah. they, do, they do take that on into account. They don't like losing, trust me. So she really got <laughs> into the change room full time. Jesus Christ. He scares me when I interview him. I don't even go to the change room full time. <laughs> so we think, we think uh, win game Finchley, what do we reckon? Mr. Mr. Rebel Yell.live, what are you thinking? What's the score? What, what do you L- like I said, the, the only games I think uh, r- real potential banana skins, I think. Seven of the ten games we should win comfortably. Well, maybe not comfortably, but we should win them. Hornchurch, Enfield, and Horsham are the three banana skins that I'm. Your expectation worries me slightly. Yeah, but but all the other games. Looking at the games we've got left. Yeah, on paper. Yeah, on paper. All the the other seven are, are well winnable in, in my eyes. Yeah, I think the important thing to realise is though that they're still young lads. Yeah, so they're still young as well. They're yeah. still learning and developing, and, and like I said earlier, they're at, like they're, they're not well, used I'm to playing. Yeah, exactly. They're not used to playing yeah. this. So, whilst I hundred percent praise, I can praise more the fans support this season like it's also important to remember that if we do yeah. slip up don't get on their backs oh, and, yeah. and, and stick behind them because yeah. obviously uh, as soon as you start doing that their heads are going to drop they're young yeah. boys yeah. I can also imagine as the crowds are getting bigger and that expectation is building again they're not used to that situation no, no, the no. crowds are getting bigger that's that bit more pressure on them yeah it is but they've got to learn and develop and, and take that on board I'm sure they're, they're, they're footballers they want to aspire to be where mm. Cal Keeley's gone Omar so if they that's even more pressure at that level, so they've got to kind of learn. It's the dual contract. There's a lot of can, can, like over the dual. It was initially a dual contract. <laughs> is it now permanent? And now it's yeah, you're obviously impressed, and they've taken permanent. Oh, really, yeah. yeah, fair play to Cal. Oh, he's, good, yeah. he's a good lad. You yeah. know. it was quite. A, it was we quite had missed a him a bit. Yeah, it, it was. <laughs> yeah, no, it was. Uh, yeah, done and dusted in the day, wasn't it? It was, huh? it was done and dusted in the day. They, yeah. they contacted us on the yeah. Friday and it was well, completely on Friday. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Well, it was the last day of the transfer window, yeah, wasn't it? Yeah, so that was just yeah. done. It was like yeah. I said to you the other week, Stu, is that, that um, like, we were chatting to him quite openly on the Brighton scene bus. And, you know, there's no, I know you, a player's never going to say, oh, yeah, but I'm going. But, no. you, know, you know, you get some sort of like. Don't you, you, to be honest, it all happens very. Yeah, it happened on that. Were you surprised? Like, was it? Was it come out of the blue? Yeah, yeah. I mean, he doesn't deserve it, but no, I was surprised. It was a surprise. Not 
because of his ability, just yeah. because yeah, you didn't expect him yeah. to come knocking. And he seems to be coming on the pitch tonight, doesn't he? Yeah, but well, I watched the um, Sutton Barrow game last Sunday. Sunday or Saturday. Um, and um, there as well, isn't it? Uh, yeah. And Aquame's at Aquame's 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 David Adjiboy. And it's lovely to watch. You've known all three of those boys were here two yeah, years ago and uh, three years ago, whatever it is, and they all deserve their chance. They've just got to. Calvin Mitchell, he was going because he, he really wanted to come to the Sussex game on the Tuesday, but he's got an away game at Halifax. I mean, he's got to go up the other end of the country. What's a grossy away game? Should have stayed, Callum, should have stayed. Stayed in Lawson on a Tuesday night rather than driving at Halifax. So, points, you reckon we've got four games in March, Pete, you reckon six points out of 12, or do you think more? Well, I'm just going on the basis of what a long unbeaten run we had from October the 5th to February the 4th or 8th whatever it was um, then why can't we go on that sort of run again to the end of the season on the last 10 games yeah. there's no reason why we can't no. like I say I've highlighted a couple of banana skins but um, yeah we've just got to maintain that 6 point gap and I think we'll be fine Spence I think Sam is easy as that it's easy as one game at a time. <laughs> it, 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 it's one game at a time. We, yeah. we, we get the points. We don't. We, if we get the points, brilliant. We don't. If we get a bad it, move on to the next. I'm saying twelve out of twelve. So bold. Bold. There's a bold, bold. shout. Bold. Semi-final to semi final in that as well, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> right. Who are they? Who are they? Yeah. Well, they're just a small town in Bognor, aren't they? Really. <laughs> I'll, I'll well, that's what they were saying to us on Saturday. They were saying we thought the weather is a small town in Bognor. It was like get your job through that. Yeah, that was Kingstonian fans. They gave us some grief, you know. Yeah, they did. Yeah. For old boys. Yeah, well, yeah, give us some old boys. But guys, um, do go. I nick their pension books on the way. Go and support the team in the uh, on these away games. I think you know it's going to be important. Hornchurch. Yeah, call the road. Yeah, call the road. Get down the road. It's not far away. Probably be the biggest attendance Cold Road's ever had. Have they got enough room? No idea. But we got that. That's the first game we're going to be talking about. It's going to be a massive game for the club. You know. Versus Brighton. And yeah. Stuart wants to set the kit out of the Amex, yeah, don't yeah, Potential final at the Amex. Growing up, that's all I've ever wanted to do, Pete, to be honest with you. Yeah, so. Really? <laughs> no pressure, no, lads. Not at all. Not at all. No, it'd be nice to, don't get me wrong. It was coming. Yeah. 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 yeah it'd be nice. It'd be nice. Well, gentlemen, Stu Evans, thank you for coming us. And Pleasure, obviously, thank George, you. thank you for taking part in this. Come back. Come back when you want, if you want. I don't know if we scared oh, you. Oh, well. So, yeah, no, it's just. You'll find me in the kit room, I'll be in there to drag me in. Yeah, <laughs> yeah just come here, we'll come in and uh, be a pleasure. Spencer, welcome Cheers. to Supporters Association. Cheers. And uh, this one over here, Peter Vale, Mini Motti. Over there. Uh, listen to him on Rebel Yell Live every match day. What, he's younger than you, isn't he? Who? Motti. <laughs> oh, Stuart. That's a bit hard, isn't it? <laughs> I thought we were friends. I thought we were building a relationship. And I think we should say, as Peter Crouch says, hashtag pass the pod. You know, we're going to grow with that, with that hashtag, so pass it around. If you listen to it, you enjoy it, let us know. The Twitter on WFC, uh, Rebel Yell WFCSA. It's a bit of a mouthful sometimes. Give us a shout out if you want to do anything for the next one. Come and join us here at Woodside Road. Thank you for the guys for letting us use the boardroom. And uh, we'll see you next month, end of March. Thank you very much. See how, see how right you were. Yeah, 12 out of 12. <laughs>